Sports. The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Morning, Darren. So um, it's all about protecting our children today. It is. You know, this week we've heard Kerry Miller's series of interviews um, on this very show mm. that concern the abduction of a group of schoolgirls by pedophiles Catherine Royan and yeah. Joey Haroff. Now, this happened almost 30 years ago when there was no social media, mm. no internet. Um, but with the advent of technology and connectivity, mm. uh, the incidents of pedophiles infiltrating social media groups and platforms and targeting children yeah. have risen rapidly. Mm. Now, you all know Mark Hardwick from The Guardian. Yes. Um, he's worked in a few cases of sexual predators that have found their way into innocent WhatsApp groups. And these groups are set up by children uh, to share information about school mm. or sport or just generally connect with their group of friends. And yeah. Mark says it's so easy for this network of pedophiles that are out there to access these groups, creating fake profiles and luring children into swapping inappropriate pictures. How, how and, do they find and, these and groups videos. and get in? Here's Mark. Mark, you know, we've got all this technology and with the good has also come the bad. What are children doing with technology these days? Um, yeah, Terence, I think there's, I think you're 100% right. You know, we, our, our kids are living in a time where they can experience so much more than we ever could through the, through the internet. But the challenge is, is that very often many of those experiences, firstly, they're, they're just not ready for. And I think our biggest challenge also is that parents today, you know, grew up in a time where they weren't cell phones. So they don't really have the ability to monitor and, and kind of safeguard their kids, you know. Um, and so these are huge challenges. So, Mark, I know that you work with schools. What are you finding? We're finding a lot of challenges, you know, everything from predators to bullying to sexting. All of these things are becoming real, real challenges. But one of the things that's recently come into the spotlight, I suppose, and, you know, having spoken to some, you know, investigators within the SAP, I know that they're seeing this as well. Uh, we're finding that, you know, groups that are created completely innocently within a school environment sometimes even within a primary school environment where so are you talking like a whatsapp group or something absolutely 100 percent. and so it could be a group of a class of kids and they're just wanting to share homework information or sports information or whatever the case may be and slowly that group grows and grows and grows and grows and eventually you know you're not 100 percent certain of everybody who's on the group and then we're finding that predators are finding their way into the group setting themselves up as a peer of the group so you know it may be a group of 10 or 15 boys and next thing there's a kind of a girl in the mix and then what happens is that girl in inverted commas she will start chatting with the boys and she offers to send pictures and pictures do arrive to these boys but these pictures honestly could come from anywhere on the internet mm. and next thing these boys are sending pictures and video clips of themselves and then when all of a sudden the girl disappears the kids start being, getting worried or they may have a talk at school and they're worried about cyber and it's it's genuinely a concern. Mark, you're not just talking about a scenario here. What have you actually experienced? That scenario is actually happening in many cases. Mark, we're living in a day and age where cell phones are so prevalent, even among primary school children. But what can parents do to make sure that their kids don't fall prey to this kind of thing? I think that I think there's a lot of things that parents could do, but I think the number one, or the number one thing, is absolutely to position yourself where you know, as a parent, even a parent growing up in a time where there were no cell phones, the basic rules are: know where your kids are, know who they're hanging out with, if they're going out with friends, who are the friends, how are they getting home, and those real 
real world um, those real world rules that we learned growing up one just needs to apply them to the cyber world is uh, is quite right and, and uh, unfortunately parents we at a younger age start we need to start having those uncomfortable conversations with our kids we, you know when I was growing up it was the birds and bees conversation when you're 12 13 14 maybe yeah and maybe and some parents even leave it up to the school to uh, to teach the kids this we now have to talk to our children and Mark was telling me the other day eight is too late and I said to him how how do we get our kids to tell people I told him about a story about um, just a woman on a plane sitting next to my daughter who'd said yeah. oh send that picture to me that's how they get your number 100% and so I said how do I tell my daughter not to do that because the woman is nice and sweet and you have to sit there for two hours on a flight um, and, she, and he said that ha- that happens all the time. The best thing to say is, is to empower your daughter to say, my dad would not like it if I did that. No, 100%. So you're not the bad guy. You, you're telling, you're letting the kids make dad the bad guy. Yeah. Or 100%. mom the bad guy. I agree with that. Yeah. And your kids in primary school, right? Mm. These things are happening at primary school yep. level. It floors me. It's frightening. So it's this, this trend of, of primary school children who are now sexting. Sexting is sending or receiving or forwarding sexually explicit messages photographs or images primarily on mobile phones mm. can you believe these kids are at primary school here's take a listen to what mark has to say about this mark these cases that you're dealing with what age group are we looking at here the the, the cases that i'm dealing with are primarily primary school which is exceptional primary school 100 percent. so we're looking at you know grade five six and seven i mean we've got kids carrying cell phones in pre-primary so let's mm. call it what it is if the child is going to take a picture or is going to or is going to post an inappropriate video that is probably not going to be done at school anyway so it's going to be done at home where they feel comfortable they feel safe they're in their bedroom they know that dad is in the next door no one's going to come and busting in there and whipping them away and they end up just creating an environment that becomes so uncontrollable and they feel that they can't go to anybody with it because you know how do you go to dad who set these very very strict rules if you do this you're losing your phone if you do that you're going to lose your phone and now you've violated everything you've spoken to strangers you've posted inappropriate pictures etc etc and now you're in this position where do you turn so i'm still trying to get my head around this what you're saying to me is that kids at a primary school level are swapping inappropriate pictures and videos Yes. I don't think I'm pushing the envelope too far to say that I do not believe that there is firstly a high school in this country that sexting doesn't kind of put its hand in. I'm saying it's happening more and more often within primary school and I'm talking about sexting between um, between learners and yes that is, a, that is a challenge all on its own and that's a conversation completely for another day. So Mark for parents out there who don't know what is sexting? Sexting is essentially the, the sharing of inappropriate pictures, videos or text with another person over the internet and you know sexting per se is not necessarily illegal but the challenge is the legislation goes you have to have reached the age of 18 before you engage in any form of pornography so if you haven't reached 18 you know the child starts going down the line from a legal perspective of creation of child porn possession of child porn distribution of child porn so there really can be some very severe legal consequences what are the repercussions when we look at the law the law always identifies what is the most uh, the most that a magistrate could hand down the highest penalty that a magistrate could hand down whether they would or not I don't know but the highest the highest is essentially if I sent a picture and I was under the age of 18 and it was an inappropriate picture of myself the creation of that would be creation of child porn one image the the, the films and publications access 10 years possession of that same image another 10 years distribution another 10 years mark worst case scenario we're looking at 30 years behind bars well 100% you know absolutely the truth of it is 
that is what is the, that is the the ammunition that the that the NPA and the Department of Justice do have to yeah. police this kind of crime. Mark, should we be concerned about what is going on at the moment? Absolutely, Terence. I, I, I can't reiterate it enough. It is it is in my opinion probably one of the biggest risks facing children today. Frightening. Very frightening. And your mark says that uh, there are some children who encounter these incidents and they want to uh, uh, report it mm. anonymously at their schools. Um, so they've got this app on the Guardian. It's called the Guardian app and they can report it there anonymously. Oh, and what will happen is um, Mark will then investigate those cases. Okay. Or alternatively, if the school is a subscriber to the app, then it goes directly to the school and mm. then they will investigate as yeah. well. But I think the bottom line here is for parents to be very mindful of what their kids are engaging with yeah. on on social media and the internet and if they've got a mobile device again uh, as parents you need to actually ask those questions and speak the language you need to be you know you can't sugarcoat this it's happening it's rife it's all around you if you think your child uh, is special or is protected or is exempt from this you're living in la la land and you don't want 30 years from now some excavation team to be digging up things in St. Lucia trying to find your children. It's as bad as that. It's that bad. All right, Terence, thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. Thank you, Mark Hardwick from The Guardian as, uh, um, as usual. And we'll have this up as a, as a podcast shortly uh, so that you can uh, listen to it again and share it with literally everyone. It'll be on our website, ecr.co.za. And if you want to engage with Terence directly, you can do so on Twitter at Terence Pillay, one, uh, one R in ter- Terence, but only tomorrow because we have a social media blackout.